Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. To start off with, an apology. The sound quality this week won't be as good as normal as I am recording this solo. Sam has succumbed to chickenpox, believe it or not, and rather than let me go around his house and join the dots in some kind of children's colouring book style, he has suggested I do the podcast solo, which probably seems a better idea, really. So it's only me. I've not got any of the equipment we normally have. Having a discussion with oneself is always difficult, but we'll see how we get on. Uh, so I'm going to take you through the preview for Knock Hill. So we are going north of the border this weekend in one of my favourite circuits on the grid. I know I said it last time for Croft, and Croft is my favourite circuit. Knock Hill is a close second. Fast, undulating, lots and lots of different up and down parts of the circuit. Fast corners, slow corners. And because it's Scotland, there's always the chance of a little bit of rain. So a reminder of where we are then coming into this weekend in terms of the driver standings. Tom Ingram does lead the way at the top of the pile on a three-point gap to Josh Cook in second. Colin Turkerton is in third on 183 points. Ash Sutton's still there or thereabouts on 171 a bit of a gap back to Jake Hill, who probably is the last realistic driver in that top five who can still win the title. He's back on 154. Uh, going into the manufacturers and the constructors, the way that stands as we come back from our mid season break, BMW lead the way 384 from Accelerate Motorsport on 370. Fascinating to see how that continues this weekend. Motorbase back in third on 346. Dynamics a third way back on 286. And Toyota on 271. A quick rundown of the teams for you then. Top of the pile is the Bristol Street Motors of Accelerate TradePriceCars.com on 308 points. They've got a heck of a lead from Napa Racing on 259. Next come Team BMW on 258. Rich Energy, 229. Halfords of Cataclean, 219. Car Gods of Sicily and Toyota Gazoo Racing, both on 160. Uh, Rocket MB Motorsport on 150. And then a big gap back to Carstor Powermax Racing on 66 points. Autobright Direct with Journey Hero Team Hard are 64 and then 10th. Laze Tools Racing on 50. Yazoo with Safu.com Racing 28. Apex Racing and Beavis Morgan 14. And Upton Steel with Eurocar Parts Racing is down in last place with no points scored. In terms of the independent drivers... Josh Cook leads the way on 269, a long gap over Adam Morgan, who's on 199, Bobby Thompson 186, George Gamble 160, and Ada Moffat is on 158. In terms of the independent teams, then, as we come back from the long summer break, Rich Energy BTC Racing 273 from Car Gods with Sicily Motorsport on 244, Autobright Director Journey Hero 211, and Laser Tools Racing on 201. And a quick overview of the Jack Sears Trophy. Leading the way is Bobby Thompson on 252 from George Gamble on 219. Ash Hand just about clinging on on 204. So, Knockhill this weekend, what can we expect? Well, I think we can expect some really good hard, fast racing. I've got a feeling we might have a little bit of an incident this weekend. I'm feeling there might be a large crash. We'll have to see how that one goes. It's a track that's fast, it's a track that's narrow, and it's a track that is not a great deal of overtaking zones on, uh, and mistakes are punishable. And you chuck into that as well, that you are always battling the weather in Scotland. That can make for a very, very exciting time indeed. So Knock Hill is the only FIA-regulated track in Scotland. It's made up of eight corners. It's a distance of 1.27 miles. Uh, debuted in the British Touring Cars in 1992, sort of the more recent uh, tracks on the calendar. 
The qualifying lap record is held by Rory Butcher, who set it in 2019 with a 50.451. And the race lap record is held by a certain Ash Sutton, who uh, set a 50.876 in 2020. So in terms of last season, then who had a good time out at Knock Hill? Well, quite simply, it was the day for Colin Turkington, who was able to take a win, a second and an eighth uh, in race in his race weekend. Uh, finishing second in race one was Senna Proctor. And finishing third in race one was Josh Cook. So it's good balance of rear wheel and front wheel drive ability there. Ash Sutton would win race two uh, from Colin Turkin, as I mentioned. Jake Hill was in third. And then race three was won by Tom Ingram from Senna Proctor from Stephen Jelly. So the track doesn't seem to benefit any one particular driver. And this was again the case in 2020 where... Sutton did win races one and two from Colin Turkington, who was second on both of those uh, both of those races. Uh, third in race one was Jake Hill, so he's also someone to keep an eye out for this weekend. Uh, Tom Ingram was third in race three, uh, sorry race two rather, and race three was won by homeboy Rory Butcher, and uh, he took that from uh, Senna Proctor in second. And then Tom Chilton in third. So, as I say, we've got a good mix of front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive cars uh, at this circuit. doesn't seem to offer any great benefit to overall, which is really good. A nice balanced circuit, which kind of means it's difficult to know what to expect. And this is where I struggle on my own without Sam to speculate with. Um, obviously, looking at who needs to have a good weekend, well, the five title contenders need to make sure they don't drop points to one another. Tom Ingram, who has had a really good season, has had a couple of bad results along the way and needs to make sure that he banks three good points this weekend. The car is clearly good enough, I think, for any circuit. Their Hyundai really does seem up to speed ahead of some of the other cars and they really seem to have Ingrams in particular. Uh, and Lloyd's, as time has progressed, but in particular, Lloyd's car um, on rails, uh, uh, Ingram's car, rather, on rails. So... We'll have to see how Tom Ingram does rounds here. Colin Turkton, I mean, there's not really a track he doesn't go well at, so we expect to see him do well here as well. I've kind of got a feeling that it could be the weekend that Ash Sutton takes his first win of the season. Obviously, he's still chasing that down at the moment. He's had a couple of good results along the way, uh, a couple of good podium finishes, but not really challenged for a race win. Perhaps this is the weekend he's able to do that particularly if he wants to stay in touch with the championship, you kind of feel he needs to put in a really good performance this weekend and absolutely find a way of banking those points. Again, with Jake Hill, a track he goes well at, same thing, he needs to try and close the gap. He's over 40 points behind now in terms of the driver's standings and he really needs to find a way to bridge that gap to his title rivals. I think for Josh Cook, it's so hard to know. The car... The car that BTC have got seems to lack the straight line speed. We've got some fairly uh, straight line parts to this circuit. Also, you've got the pit straight and you've got the run from Clarkstown up to the Taylor's hairpin, which whilst you do go through his lops, is quite a fast, quite a long part of the track. The car seems to go well through fast corners. That's why it seems to do so well at Thruxton. And there are a lot of fast corners here. Duffer's dip into Leslie's is quite a quick one. The Black Circle Chicane, whilst the Chicane is quick, and as I say, his slops is hardly even a corner. So there are parts of the circuit where the BTC car should work quite well. However, there's also some parts where I think he's going to struggle. I think coming out of the hairpin needs to get traction, needs to pick up pace quickly uh, down that pit straight. Otherwise, you can become a bit of a sitting duck. And I'm not sure whether 
the car has what is needed to to do that. So we have to see how Josh Cook goes. Perhaps it's a weekend where he just needs to score consistently. Three points finishes might be the best he can hope for this weekend. So as to the weather, well, Saturday it is due to be sunny with a moderate breeze and 20 degrees. And Sunday it's due to be overcast, uh, but 18 degrees. So there's not really any great hint of rain. There might be the best chance of some rain is in the morning. So that perhaps the track will be wet first thing. But I don't think it's going to rain particularly hard uh, throughout the day on Sunday. So I think we're going to be looking at a fairly dry weekend in Knock Hill, which is a little bit rare. Moving on then to predictions for this weekend. Sam has managed from his sick bed to send these across to me, which is very helpful of him indeed. Uh, he's gone for a pole sitter of Colin Turkington. Turkington, of course, is leading the way in the coveted Wingfoot Award trophy. Uh, he'll be looking to extend his advantage at the top there. And Turkington, to be fair, is a very good qualifier. Uh, all jokes aside about that trophy and how pointless I think it is. Colin Turkington is a very good qualifier. Uh, I don't think over one lap there are many better than Colin Turkington, to be completely fair. But I've not gone here for my poll. I've gone for local boy Rory Butcher. It's been a bit of a stop-start season for the Toyota Gazoo racing team. Uh, there's been problems. There's been incidents that been, the cars have been involved in. There's been accidents. There's been penalties. There's been all sorts of come their way. And I just think this could be the weekend they can turn that around. Butcher, obviously, local knowledge could go a long way. I kind of fancy him to turn turn the tide of the Toyota fortunes this weekend. Um, but I don't fancy him for a race win. For my winners, I've gone for Colin Turkerton. Uh, I think he will qualify third or second and take the win in race one. Ash Sutton and also Gordon Shedden, uh, perhaps playing a little bit to home advantage in my predictions there. Whereas Sam has gone for uh, Ingram and Turkerton and Eve, one of them, to take a double win. Obviously, double wins is something we've seen a lot of this season. Uh, I think it's only actually one race we've had, or one round we've had, where there's not been a double win which was, of course, at Donington Park. Uh, the rest have all seen double wins, which is quite unusual in the touring cars, uh, particularly of recent seasons. So we'll see how that one goes this weekend. Uh, Sam has gone for, in the Jack Sears, a uh, gamble to win. That one, I've gone for Bobby Thompson. I don't expect the Cupra to be particularly lightning quick here. However, I think that the BMW, it's hard to know. I think Nokia is a really difficult circuit. And I think that mistakes are punished and being too tentative is punished. And whilst I wouldn't say Gamble has shown any evidence of being a tentative driver in his short career so far in the touring cars, I just wonder whether this weekend he could get swamped a little bit by those that have got a bit more experience of driving Knock Hill. And Bobby Thompson is uber consistent in that car. He's getting results week in, week out. I think this is another weekend where he does that. And he seems to have the knack this season, Bobby Thompson, of staying out of trouble. He knows where his fights are. He knows what fights he can win. And he's keeping his nose clean and the bumper clear of scuffs, which is, you know, to finish first, first you must finish. And I think Bobby has really got that down to a T this, this season. In terms of an overall prediction, I'm going for a, a Cook double, double non-point score. I really think that BTC car is going to struggle this weekend. I can think that I think BMW are going to be quicker. I think Napa are going to be quicker. I think Toyota will be quicker. I think Bristol Street Motors will be quicker in the Hyundai. Uh, I think that even Tom Chilton could be quicker this weekend in his Hyundai. Uh, I just don't... I even perhaps see the Laser Tools car being a little bit quicker this weekend. It goes well here last year. Um, Obviously, local circuit for Ada Moffat and Dexter Patterson too. 
I just kind of feel that there's a good five or six teams probably quicker than BTC this weekend, which means Cook will go and get pole, and I'll look very foolish when we do the review show next week. Uh, but for that reason, I'm going for Cook double non-point score. And of course, if you get yourself down in the field and you've got to try and force your way through, Knock Hill's not an easy track to do that. It really isn't. It's very tight. There's not a lot of overtaking opportunities. It's easy to get caught up in instance. Last year, we saw Turkington... Uh, been it in the gravel. We saw, I think, Jake Hill got punted off by Butcher from memory. We saw an accident on the start-finish line with Oliphant and uh, Nick Hamilton. You know, it only takes one bad race, as we've seen so many times, to ruin a weekend. And if that happens in race one or a poor qualifying, it could be hard to come through the field. Uh, Sam has gone for two or more safety cars, which I think is probably a fair bet. Not Hill normally uh, lends itself to a little bit of... Uh, yeah, accidents, incidents, problems, etc. So I think that could well be on. Uh, we're also going to introduce It's a Knockout this weekend, not based on any game you've heard of before. Pure, pure uh, thought from Sal, actually. I've got to give him the credit. It seems if he gets ill, he actually comes up with some decent ideas. So make of that what you will. Uh, so we're going for three things, and we've got to say how many times they're going to occur. So the first one is Scottish flags seen on the screen. Now, they can be the same flag, it's just how many times do we count a Scottish flag through the touring car races? Now, Sam has gone rather conservatively, I think, for 16, which I think is quite poor on his part. He'll put it down to his sick brain uh, when we laugh at this next week. I've gone for 32, bearing in mind that there are there is a flag on the top of both Laser Tools cars. I imagine there'll be a couple of Scottish flags down the pit lane, uh, which we'll see every lap. So... I, perhaps I'm being a little bit conservative of 32, but I certainly think we're going to seem closer to mine than we are 16. So I think Sam will probably come to regret that one. Uh, the second one is how many cars have the open windows? So this is only uh, counts once per weekend. So Moffat, we know, tends to run his car with an open window on all the races. If he does it in race one, it doesn't matter how many more times he runs it that weekend. It only counts as one. I've gone for nine, whereas Sam has gone for five. I've got a feeling we might see a little bit of window opening this weekend, particularly if it's a little bit warmer. And finally, camera shots of people eating. We do know that the camera loves to zoom in on people tucking into a barbecue or eating food of some description. So I've gone for four, and Sam, rather unsportingly, has gone for five. Obviously, we've also got the uh, commentator bingo. So my three this week are uh, the fact that you can't use hybrid on lap one. Uh, mention of Shedden the local lad and very specific this one as we drop into Duffer's Dip for the first time so we'll see how that one comes out Sam has gone for explaining the hybrid icons the fact that Shedden and Butcher are brothers-in-law and looking for a uh, real drive traction at the hairpin I think he's gone quite safe but he is of course losing 5-2 in the bingo and is 12 10.5 down in the other predictions so this could be the weekend he claws that back i think he's gone a little bit a little bit safe so we'll see how that goes that kind of sums up this weekend to be honest with you uh, rick parfit we're expecting to be back he was due to do a motor show event uh, during the summer break however the car didn't have enough parts to run at said event which kind of sums up parfit's season so far he's had no luck at all we've also seen the uh, sneston tire test which dan lloyd didn't take part in and we saw uh, some other drivers didn't take part in either. It's always difficult to gain information from these uh, these events because the teams are running such wild setups. They're running the kind of stuff that you'd never run in a race weekend um, just to try and see what difference it makes to the car, etc. So 
not a great deal to come out of that really and uh, uh, some people read into the data going oh does this mean you know such and such is going to be much quicker for the second half of the season I, I don't buy into any of it really you know as I say the teams are running crazy setups and they're running you know stuff they never dream of running on race weekend unless they fumble across that formula that seems to work on a race or could work for a race weekend um, as I say, that pretty much sums me up. We are expecting Boutel back as well. Obviously, Jiggy Gornell stood in for him last time. We'll see how that goes for him and the Hyundai. Uh, apologies again for any poor sound quality that you've had to experience uh, and for having to listen to me for nearly 20 whole minutes. It is difficult to get discussions going on, on your own, so thank you for bearing with me. Uh, Sam is getting better. Uh, and we will hopefully be back with you next week for a full review podcast. Uh, we also didn't get to do a midsummer review podcast, which I do apologise for. Blink and you miss it. Those week, those four weeks just flew by. So we are going to do a three quarters of the way uh, podcast, all being well, in the gap between, I think it's Thruxton and Silverstone, uh, which is another month long between uh, in terms of the calendar. Uh, so yeah, apologies that we've been offline and not with you not speaking with you through uh through our podcast we are still here we are still going and we're looking to end the season very very strongly indeed uh if you wouldn't mind sharing the podcast getting on our social medias following those i know we're not particularly active on social media and that's something we need to address moving forward too um but trust me we are looking particularly focusing on the second half of the season with a view of carrying into next year ways to be more prolific on social media so please do drop us a follow drop us a review if you can and subscribe and follow and all that shenanigans uh, it really is appreciated it helps us keep on doing what we're trying to do uh also we're not going to knock hill this weekend it's too far for us to go being so far down south probably just as well given sam's condition uh, i was due to be watching it with him we'll see how that one goes Uh, see if he's well enough by the weekend. Uh, As ever, thank you for sticking with us and we will speak to you very soon indeed.